The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Hey, good morning to you. Welcome in. And our phone number, if you would like to join us, you can talk or text on that number, 615-893-1450. Yeah, that's it, 615-893-1450. We're talking law and order this morning, so if you have a question dealing with law and order, make sure it's uh, involving Murfreesboro, and we will be more than happy to look at that this morning. Lieutenant Clayton Williams is with us this morning from the Murfreesboro Police Department. Clayton, how's it going? I'm doing well, Bart. How about you? Doing fine. Good to have you with us today. Good. Sort of a wet day today. Uh, <laughs> it was sunny yesterday. <laughs> I, t- I tell you, the uh, it's nice to see that sunshine. And I think uh, I noticed on my way home yesterday, I believe there was probably a significant increase in people out in general i saw several uh, motorcycles out and bicycles out and uh, i think that was the first taste of spring because i think we hit over 60 yesterday that's uh yeah that was nice oh it's great i tell you uh but we have a little bit more winter to come i think it's going to slip into here on friday uh, and be the high of 36 on friday well you know what do they say if you don't like the weather in tennessee one day wait it'll be different that's tomorrow right. that's right and, and we're going to be uh, looking uh, pretty soon at continuous 50 and 60 degree oh, highs yeah. so uh, we're ready for us we'll survive you know just a little bit longer rutherford ralph did uh, not see his shadow today and that means that he's out spring is just around the corner unfortunately our friends up in pennsylvania ponsatawney phil did see his shadow and scared him and he ran back into the hole so mm. uh, six more weeks of winter there and i was looking at our calendar we have some listeners up in that area tuned in right this minute so <laughs> <laughs> we're suffering for you yeah uh-huh. we're but we're not enough. suffering bad enough to swap weather that's right that's right <laughs> well tell us what's happening at murfreesboro police department what have there been any particular types of crimes that have outnumbered the others recently uh you know i'm sure that people that follow uh social media you know we're still dealing with uh, fairly consistent um some credit debit card card fraud and a lot of that is uh, resultant from um, property crimes like uh, motor vehicle burglary um, some shoplifting uh, retail theft but uh all in all um you know I, th- I think we're doing i think things are going pretty well um it's it's that i think that's sometimes there's um because of the weather and the extreme i mean if you look back i, I know i got my 
electric bill yesterday and you could you can always tell when it's been really cold or really hot because that that number climbs up there but uh some of those really cold temps in the snow and 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 sub freezing temperatures i think people just typically uh lay low uh, not as much activity going on not as many people out um so but you know I, i think a lot of it too i mean we're we're out there and we're trying to be uh, ever present and deterrent uh, for any would-be crime uh, but uh, you know we're, we're just we're fortunate to live in the area that we do and uh, we uh, a lot of great people out there and uh, they definitely outweigh those that would be ill-willed or uh, troublemakers so we have a text here from a listener who says you were talking about the crime thefts uh, electronically and things of that sort they said that their debit card uh, was just uh, gotten into, and they took out, somebody took out seventeen hundred dollars in one hundred dollar increments and put it into this new money type deposit, which is the new type of coins. Mm-hmm. What well, what is that? What is well, there's a. Um, I would be. Uh remiss if i said that i understood everything going on with cryptocurrency and and efts and a lot of things that are becoming popular now because i there's it's so new um you know we really fully have haven't fully realized what that's going to look like in our future but um you know debit cards and uh, that they link directly back to our checking accounts and those numbers once they're compromised or obtained through various sources um it's the potential there to get into your bank account it's unfortunately those folks that commit those crimes they uh, spend a lot of time a lot of effort a lot of energy figuring out new ways to do that even as the banks come up with more and more security type protocols um, but we you know we tell everyone I know it's very easy um, as we do more, more and more of our shopping virtually online uh, I know it's easy to store those numbers in out there and we readily give it and uh, <laughs> but when we do that it makes you more and more susceptible to somebody to get a hold of that um, and that that's not to say that fortunately our you know most our banks uh, they understand this and they work with their customers and they're really good about I know we've had several people that come to us to file a report after they've talked to their financial institution and they just inform them that hey you know we we get that uh, if you'll file a police report you know we'll be able to refund those charges the only problem with that is long term a lot of those costs get pushed down to consumer so uh, I, I I just encourage people to you know, just be careful with convenience and uh, make smart decisions you know if you uh, I bet if you ask most people, even a friend that they know, they probably wouldn't give them their debit card number or their checking account number. So when you're giving it to people you don't know, um, it's uh, on, on the Internet. You just have to be real careful with that. I hadn't even thought about that. So it's when you're buying things online. Sometimes uh, you know, that can be the case. Um, the other thing we run into, there's, there's, there's a lot of people that unfortunately spend a lot of time and effort in just researching um, for example they can look at a particular bank uh, and they know that they have a certain bin of of numbers assigned to them <laughs> or certain a combination and a lot of times they'll just sit and have people work on that bar for hours and days on end to try to come up with the right combination of numbers and then also then once they do that then try to guess other things like pin numbers and passwords and so um, it's unfortunate 
uh, but it's it's just kind of the day and the time that we live in and i just you know inform everybody just be real careful in the sites that you shop at make sure they're reputable ones you know be careful about these things that pop up on i know this is very popular on facebook you have a lot of ads on there now a lot of things to shop for um, you have to be uh, very very leery of uh, dealing with online retailers that are not prominent that are not someone that has a rep- reputation that you're aware of so uh, we just tell people be careful use common sense and if if it's too good to be true it usually Probably isn't <laughs> <laughs> some good advice there yeah and chief michael bowen is also with us today chief good morning to you good morning good to have you with us today thank you for having us and uh, sort of a wet day for today. Today and tomorrow both going to be sort of wet, looks like. It is. Uh, but, hey, spring's just around the corner. Yeah, um, we're ready for yeah. it, too. Uh, wanted to ask you, with this wet weather that we're having, thank goodness we're not having cold weather with it, too. Cold weather won't get here until Friday. but uh, And then the wet will go away. Uh, we're seeing, it seems like, more wrecks than normal. And we've tried to do some research on why do people seem to have more wrecks in the winter time, and we've gotten all sorts of answers. But I thought we'd go right to the guy who is up on that. Uh, what what are some of the reasons that people seem to have more wrecks, and they're mostly at nighttime? I have not compared the numbers. Well, it's interesting. I saw your email the other day, Barton. I got to look in a okay. little bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is Clayton. Here. And, uh, you know, it, it's re- let me first say it's hard to look and say an exact causation factor because the range of that is, is very broad. However, um, you know, we uh, if I went back and looked till October of last year, up till today's time, and we only had two fatalities uh, during that time, uh, that and one of them was – in the afternoon uh, and one of them was right at midnight so if to say and then I looked at injury crashes and general crashes overall and I think uh, I was a little bit surprised most of those occur uh, we have us we have three spikes every day (laughs) and one of them is between six and eight in the morning one of them is at the lunch hour and then the last one is from about 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. then after that uh, everything just kind of maintains and levels off. Um, and in order to, so I, I wanted to get the answer to your question and causation factor, but the problem was there was just, there were too, it was too many. But I will say, if I go going all the way back to July of last year, as far as increases go um, between property damage and injury crashes and fatalities, our numbers are staying pretty consistent. And I think that's, uh, I think that's just because of the amount of volume that we have uh, on the roads at any given time in those particular times that people are commuting. So I haven't really seen an increase, and I haven't seen an increase at night um, that would indicate something different going on. Um, but I think if I if I were going to pinpoint anything that we see on most of our crashes, not our fatalities, but overall, the biggest thing we have is either two, either inattentiveness, people not watching what they're doing, being distracted by something, um, following too close and failure to yield. Those are probably our three uh, main things, and, and some of those are just caused by people being in a hurry and not giving proper lookout and take, not taking enough time. So you say mornings when people are going to work, lunchtime, 
and evenings when they're going home. Yes, sir. Yeah, and that's, uh, you know, I think people that, uh, for example, that may have commute may have to commute to Nashville over the years realized, and a lot of employers um, started doing because of 24 a lot of the employers started doing either alternative work schedule or adjusting those hours just a little bit either before or a little bit after um and i think with the density that we have and the amount of schools that we have and people trying to get people places and get to places of work here uh it's just common uh, of why that would be happening and then people trying to get returned back in the evening so now, you had done some uh, conversations with us during the peak of the COVID uh, pandemic period, uh -huh. and you were saying that uh, there was less traffic on the road, but the cars were traveling faster, and the accidents were, were more serious. Mm -hmm. Has that reverted back yet? Has it started slowing? Has the traffic slowed any? I mean, I would say our, our counts are definitely back up as far as people on the road. Um, not anything that is particularly jumping out that would say that a speed is something that will be uh, attributed to that. Um, however, we, we all see that uh, the congestion uh, limits that a little bit as far as the volume being back on the road. Um, so I got it pulled back up here now. So if I go back to, if I'm, I'm circle back to June of, of 21, um, yeah, there's a, the peak time is seven in the morning, four o'clock in the afternoon. Um, and then uh, in between those number three is at 12 noon so um and fatality crashes if i if i just look at those uh yeah so there's a total of one two three four back that far mm -hmm. one at midnight one at 10 a.m one at 6 p.m and one at 8 p.m so as unpredictable far as, yeah as far as time goes it, for what we're seeing over the past six eight months it's uh there's not a pattern there i guess one of the things we often have people commenting on is the train tracks and the trains stopping on uh, the tracks and blocking roads for periods of time it's interesting that table turned yesterday uh, and I, this was in the county but it was an interesting thing uh, in the christiana area a truck was going across the train tracks and somehow got stuck mm -hmm. and it was loaded with i think military jeeps or something mm -hmm. like that uh, and, and it caused them to stop the train traffic trains were stopped for over an hour mm -hmm. uh, because of a truck and so uh, i guess tables turned <laughs> yeah, yeah we, uh, it's unfortunate i know that i think of the area that you're talking about i think of it's it's a pretty good grade and i'm sure if he was loaded heavy or, or the truck may have got hung up there but we see that from time to time and luckily here at least <clears throat> i know florence road is about the only one that doesn't have a, a bypass you know here in town luckily we've got bridge avenue uh, and uh, middle uh, rutherford boulevard the bridge there uh, but it's you know when you have a place and you have a lot of business people may not realize how many businesses that we have here in town that depend on rail supply um a couple of those on rutherford boulevard and then also florence road there um so it's a it's a necessary thing and keeps commerce going and uh, it's a you know so hopefully maybe someday we'll get more bridges and more roads as we grow you know. <laughs> get around the track somehow yeah. right. chief bowen i understand you're looking for uh, a few good officers and uh, what do people need to do if they would like to learn more about their job with Murfreesboro Police? Well, recently uh, we did some uh, 
internal movement on uh, some of our staff members. So, uh, uh, Sergeant Jason Higgins, right now we have uh, uh, given him a, a position as a recruiter for us. So our our approach to hiring is going to change uh, in the future, as far as how we uh, as 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 far as how we bring candidates in. So uh, the starting point is always with him. I know we'll be working on our website to uh, uh, develop uh, a more streamlined approach for recruiting. Uh, right now, you can go to our website and uh, look at employment and. Uh, there'll be uh, information available to you but uh, a lot of it is you know the old way of uh, uh, hiring police officers was basically just accept applications you'd get several hundred applications and you'd, you'd be able to select so it's becoming more and more difficult to do that and it's not just here it's uh, in places uh, and we're all competing for the same people uh, so uh, our approach is now we're going to have more of a targeted approach. We're going to seek out individuals that are, are looking for law enforcement in this area. A lot of them happen to be law enforcement areas in different states uh, wanting to move for various reasons, whether it's uh, the spouse getting promoted, transferred, or, or whatever reason. But uh, we're trying to find individuals who are wanting to, wanting to relocate to this area and, uh, and attract them. And we're going to try to do a better job of looking at the, lo the local uh, population and saying, hey, uh, we got a lot of good candidates that uh, uh, live in this area that probably just never gave police work a thought. I mean, I can tell you when I got started, I really never thought about police work. I was doing another job and uh, a friend of mine approached and said, hey, why don't you try it out? So it, it was something that simple. And we've got a lot of people that uh, that, that were just approach. Uh, some of our best recruiters are our own staff members, and those contacts they make on a day-to-day -day, uh, basis. So, really trying to reinvent the wheel. Really trying to uh, uh, look at how we uh, go about hiring, and it's a it's a work in progress. But it's things that we're making uh, changes every day on. So, yeah, that's interesting to hear. You are the chief of police, and and your thoughts were not toward becoming a police officer when you were first starting into the work world. Uh, and, and yet a f something as simple as a friend saying, why don't, you, why don't you try that? It was cold. It was February. I believe it was February. Uh, and uh, I was bored at work. It was downtime for us. And a police officer come in. I said, man, I'm bored. And he goes, why don't you fill out an application? I said, well, I'll give it a try. And, uh, and uh, like I said, uh, sometimes it's just simple things. Yeah. How many years ago was that? 1988. 19, and so now... The police chief. Yeah. You never. You had no idea, of course, no. that you'd be. What have you enjoyed most? Obviously, you've enjoyed something because it's kept you here, and and you've moved on to be the chief of police. Wow, I enjoy the city. Enjoy the people I work with daily. Uh, I tell you to be around so many people who are willing to uh i told uh told them the other day uh, uh several of them i said it's it's amazing that you're willing to get up every day and do this job day in day out the uh, the highs the lows uh, the hours aren't the best in the world and it takes time to get those good days off but the big thing is just uh being around a, a group of committed people who are willing to get out and serve and and it's just it's, they're amazing they're amazing proud of them you know it seems and and it seems like we don't have the problems that we hear about in the news media in other cities it just seems like this is a more respectable city i mean we seem to be really uh 
There's an Amber Alert. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Probably from Memphis. Uh, I don't mind them sending them out now, but it's three in the morning. Those are rough. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, to be tr- uh, realistic, I mean, we're, we had a group of uh, recruits come in, not recruits, but applicants come in the other day, and we pretty much say how it is. Uh, uh, we're pretty truthful about uh, the working conditions, the things that are going on, and we do have a great organization. We've got a great city, but you know, we, we've got our uh, share of things that we have to deal with on a daily basis. So by no means are we perfect, but I mean, we are we are a good organization. We try to learn from our mistakes. We try to improve uh, constantly. So that means a lot, and then a lot of it's just the community that we live in. It's a great community, great oh, it people, is. and uh, that speaks volumes. And so if you applied for the job and if you were a good person for the job, how long does it take to to get trained? It just depends on your circumstances. I think uh, uh, we were talking the other day, and it was about 35 weeks to get you in uh, unexperienced. Uh, of course, if you come in and you're post-certified from another agency, we can uh, expedite that. Uh, tr- the training uh, goes down quite a bit. You don't have to go through the full academy. You can go through uh, a different training process. Uh, we're still teaching you the laws and the regulations and everything related to Tennessee, but there are some things that we don't have to focus on as much because you've got that experience elsewhere. Our phone number, by the way, 615-893-1450. We're going to pause for just a moment, check on the traffic and weather. We will be back and continue the conversation. If you have a question dealing with law and order here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, give us a call. 615-893-1450. 615-893-1450. We'll be right back. We bring people to know you, and you know them. People like Truman Jones. Weekday mornings at 9, only on WGNS. AM, AM, FM, FM, online. Schedule online anytime. Getting an appointment with Ascension Care Teams at St. Thomas just got easier with online scheduling. Now you don't have to break away from your day to book the care you need when and where you need it. No matter where you are or what you're up to, whether you're a new patient or if you've been here before, just pick the appointment that works for you. Schedule online anytime at getsthealthcare.com. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Family Restaurants. Did you know that Demas's now can cater events? We can ship most of our pastas and we can deliver it to your door. If you're interested in our catering, you can go to demasesrestaurants.com and click on the menus on catering to see what options we have available for your next event. Demas's Family Restaurants, go to demasesrestaurants.com. Demas's Family Restaurants on 1115 Northwest Broad Street. Come by our store, Music World and Drummer's Den. We're a full-line music instrument store with well over 5,000 square feet packed with great instruments in every category. In guitars, we're your local dealer for the two top acoustic guitar brands in the world, Martin and Taylor. We've got the best selection and prices anywhere in the state of Tennessee on these. This is Dave Kivanemi at Music World and Drummer's Den in Murfreesboro, 2762 South Church Street, across from Indian Hills Golf Course. It's so important that we recognize our veterans. 
shake their hands and say how proud we are of the service that they have given to our country and that we thank them for that. I am Becky Bookner and we salute our veterans. WGNS proudly salutes and remembers our U.S. veterans who have served our country. In this salute, we talk to a World War II veteran. 452nd Palm Group, right before Thanksgiving, I flew my first mission. Well, it was noisy and bumpy, and uh, I was scared to death. Everybody's scared. Dr. Charles Edwin Howard, a World War II veteran. When we got back, the ground crew, which looked after just our B-17 plane, one of the maintenance men came in. The radio man sits in a little space with a desk and all the radio equipment in the middle of the plane. And you have a window on your left. And he came in and looked around. He said, well, that whole one there, when you took off, we would have fixed that. I didn't remember it, but we had been hit by a fighter. But I didn't know it. There's so much noise and so much activity, you know, that didn't hear it. From that time on, I was a little wiser. Dr. Charles Edwin Howard, a World War II veteran. The name of the plane was Lamb's Wolves. Our pilot, until our last mission, our pilot was a fellow named Lamb, and so we named the plane Lamb's Wolves. If you know a veteran you'd like to highlight, let WGNS know, and we'll honor them in our daily salute to veterans. Restoration One of Middle Tennessee. A team of experts and immediate responders who help homeowners after disaster strikes. After disaster strikes. Fire, water, or storm damage. We can help you get your life back to normal quickly. Restoration One Middle Tennessee.com. Locally and veteran owned. Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett. Weekday mornings at 10. WGNS, your good neighbor station. Rutherford County's place to talk. Welcome back. We're talking law and order this morning. Our phone number, if you'd like to join us, 615-893-1450. 615-893-1450. Murfreesboro Police Chief Michael Bowen is with us, along with Lieutenant Clayton Williams. And we're here to answer any questions you might have. 615-893-1450. A listener writes, uh, we're seeing a lot of traffic uh, all the time. Uh, they said they live off of 231 uh, in the city limits. And they say, uh, is there a continued growth out here? Is this one of the fastest growing areas of town? We're certainly seeing a lot of traffic and it's rough on uh, getting here and there. So. I think a lot of people would agree in different places, but uh, 231, is, you're hearing a lot out in that area? I know, I haven't looked at it in a long time, but historically, I think 231 was probably one of the highest traffic counts yeah. in the city uh, for our roadway, and I think just like with <laughs> as many people here, uh, there's a lot of people that are moving to the surrounding, just outside the city limits in that area. If you drive down there, I mean, just past Marshall Knob, I mean, there's a development on the right. There's several out in the Christiana area. So I, I think it's just more residential development that's happening out that way and, and people moving and commuting a little farther. Yeah. So we're, we're just, that's part of growth. Yeah. And I guess once uh, they build the sports complex, 
on 840 and broad, we're going to see a, a lot of traffic there, too. But probably most of that's going to be on the interstate, or it'll have its own exit. With that location there being at 840, yeah. I think that's going to help a lot Yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as uh, traffic concerns. But uh, that's going to be a huge place. Yeah. Oh, that'll be good for the community. Yeah. be a huge place. Uh, you were kind of, uh, before your break, you were talking about recruiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to back up and talk about that just a tad bit more. Sure, sure. Uh, so uh, just remember that the only jobs that we have are not, uh, it's just not police officer work. We're, we're always in uh, uh, looking for qualified dispatchers. Uh, and then we have a lot of uh, other jobs. Uh, remember, we have uh, over 400 people in the organization, 305 of it's police officers. So we have over 100 that are, uh, are other jobs other than police work. And uh, especially when it comes to the part-time jobs, the front desk personnel, the people that work the information desk, uh, crossing guards at the schools, things like that, we're always uh, looking for uh qualified applicants for those positions so keep those in mind too if you're listening and you've got uh, uh, there's something that you're looking to do just uh, go to uh, website go to neogov call us at the police department uh, any of those options and uh, we can uh, help point you in the right direction now are all of those full-time positions or are some of them part-time the the working the information desk and the uh, crossing guards that's part-time we also have some internal part-time positions uh, as far as uh, support, uh, support specialist positions like that. But a majority of those are full-time positions. Uh, your dispatchers, communications, uh, that's uh, full-time. And we do, when it comes to certain positions, we do offer experience pay to where a police officer with 15 years experience elsewhere can come in here and uh, uh, we can increase their salary to a certain level based on their experience. Because there's a lot of things Yes, they have to learn the new policies, procedures, laws in Tennessee, but there's a lot of fundamentals that they have in place and a lot of training that they have in place that, like I said, the academy, we don't have to send them, resend them through the police academy. Uh, we can send them through a transition school. So so there's a lot of benefits in getting people that are uh, certified, qualified in the door, and we're willing to pay for that. Once they get here, probably they will discover Middle Tennessee State University, which has a phenomenal criminal justice program if they improved their education, say got a master's degree in criminal justice, uh, would that improve their salary? Right now, there's not an education incentive. Uh, You'll see them at uh, different places, but right now there's not one uh, in place at our agency. Uh, what you'll see is you'll have people that have uh, degrees they'll come in and what you'll see as you move higher up in the promotion and it'll change even more over time uh, you'll see like a captain position currently you're not required to have a degree but it's a preferred the deputy chief assistant chief those are degree requirements so long term it'll benefit you if you look at uh, advancement uh, if that's one of your goals but right now there's not an incentive uh, for education pay. So if your aspiration is to become one of the leaders which has better pay uh, and more benefits probably, uh, you you need to have a degree. Uh, right, right. And right now the only the only true uh, requirements for a degree would be the uh, chief's positions and uh, uh, prior to that is uh, just a preferred. Okay. Has the new police department helped a lot as far as uh, attracting new officers i think that it has in a lot of ways uh, uh, 
I think that it has in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that we can do in there. Uh, it, it, and where I'm going with this, it's more than just officers. I think it's helped with some of our uh, non-police positions as well, uh, especially when you look at the uh, the analyst positions, you look at the crime tech positions, things like that. So I would say yes, but, uh, you know, building will only get you so far uh, as far as uh, once you get people in the door and you always have to make sure that you're doing other things right. But uh, uh I've said it before, we've been blessed to have that facility, our capabilities, just uh, be able to provide that to our staff is, uh, is it's great. And, uh, you know, we had another CPA class open the other day, had uh, over 30 in that. So we're starting to really see a lot of involvement and people wanting to come through that and see what's going on in MPD. Here's a question from another listener. says, who regulates the speed limits in the city's subdivisions? And what can be done about these and other violations? Okay, the uh, the violations. Uh, I think when you look at all these things, you have to uh, all these uh, speeding issues. You have to look at the enforcement end of it. You have to look at are there things that can be done uh, with traffic calming devices, signage, things like that. Uh, we always would like to start off with uh, if there's an ongoing problem and it's creating a safety issue. We'd always like for you to contact us. And then uh, we can at least get some enforcement in the area, put up uh, 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 speed trailers, things like that to help uh, slow things down. So always start with that. I know we're in the process of starting a new traffic division in the department. We haven't really had a full-time traffic division. Uh, We've had people that are on each shift that were assigned those responsibilities. We have the impact unit, which deals with DUI. We have their aggressive driving unit, but we figured uh, it'd probably be best if we uh, had a more focused approach. So we're working on that uh, uh, as we speak. I've uh, put out a letter, uh, or a letter will be going out to staff for a couple of supervisors to help manage uh, the traffic unit. So always start off with uh, with the enforcement in, talk to us, and then if there's some things that uh, uh, signage, some other issues that you want to talk about, you can talk to one of those supervisors who, who will also be speaking to you about enforcement. And if there's some concerns about uh, other issues, then they can point you in the right direction. Typically, it goes to traffic engineering. I know a lot of neighborhoods have petitioned for the, uh, uh, I call them speed bumps, uh, traffic calming devices, things like that. You'll see some of those on Alexander Boulevard areas like that. So there's a process to be able to obtain those type devices and uh, uh, staff can help walk you through that and point you in the right direction. That's what I wanted to ask you about. What is a full traffic division? That, and we don't have one now. I, I guess I just imagined we had one. But well, I guess I don't know what it is. What is a traffic division? <laughs> basically, those guys just go out, or men and women just go out daily, and uh, they just take a uh, more focused approach on traffic. Uh, uh, they look at complaints. Uh, they look at uh, issues. Uh, we've got uh, technology to be able to, uh, when we receive complaints in neighborhoods, be able to put up uh, uh, devices that uh, help us count the traffic in that area, uh, the speeds, average speeds, time of day, things like that, to where we have a real focused approach on enforcement. And uh, uh, there's a lot of things that we get complaints on uh, that not are just not only uh, uh, causes of crashes, but uh, quality of life type of things, the loud music, the things like that. So it just gives us a more focused approach on those issues and uh, hopefully make a uh, 
hopefully make a bigger impact long term. So Very good. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. We're looking at law and order here in Murfreesboro, and we're talking with Murfreesboro Police Chief Michael Bowen this morning, along with Lieutenant Clayton Williams. So if you have questions dealing with law and order, give us a shout, 615-893-1450. Another question here from a listener. They're starting a new business here in Murfreesboro. Are there any programs that would help retailers learn how to make their business safer and less susceptible to being a victim of a burglary? Uh, Definitely, definitely. And I would ask you to reach out to Sergeant Amy Denton and uh, she can uh, help you. Uh, Her email would be A-D-E-N-D-E-N-T-O-N at MersboroTN.gov. Okay, so you do have programs like that. Yeah, yeah. Sergeant Denton, she's been doing our uh, uh, crime prevention for a long time now, and there's programs and there's classes that they've actually uh, taught for businesses, and that's uh, probably something where we need to do another one. But uh, uh, just call the police department. Sergeant Denton's the name, and she can help you out. Okay, Uh, very good. Lots of new businesses coming in at this time. Right, right. I I know uh, in the old annex pointing that way uh yeah in the old police <laughs> department next door yeah yeah i, I, I know we did uh, several classes uh, uh talking to business owners about robbery burglary thefts things like that so that's that's not a problem at all very good 615-893-1450 that's the number to talk or text on and it's easy to text so just uh, get out your cell phone and send us uh, whatever question is concerning you 615-893-1450 uh, here's a listener who is again on 231 south the south church street area uh, we're seeming to focus on that road this morning uh, they say that people are driving in the bicycle turn lanes and it's a regular problem somebody slows down or stops Uh, and has an engine problem and the cars drive around them in the bicycle lanes is that against the law if if the traffic is stopped in front of you bicycle lanes are not meant for vehicular traffic however if you run into a situation that you have to get around a wreck or a vehicle i mean that's just you've got to take some course of action so okay so you're not going to give them a ticket if they if the car in front of you is turning and and everybody's coming in the other direction and you can see they're not going to they're not going to uh, turn anytime soon <laughs> uh, it's okay to go around them no 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 no, no, no. no, no. If, if you just if they're for example I don't know but I'm trying to think 231 bike lane is straight and I'm not sure where that is but uh, maybe from Middleton no, I'm not and, uh, sure either. anyway if, if you're waiting on a car to turn right I, I, we see it a lot on like Old Fort Parkway you you can't just pass somebody on the right because you want to get to the intersection sooner. No, Chief, I think what he was saying is if it's broken down or if there's a crash, I mean, <laughs> you know, we want to mitigate that and move and move around it. But as far as just in order for you to get to where you're wanting to go a little faster, it's not okay to pass on the right. Yeah. Okay. And and that is ticketable. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. It, it, you can't do it just. Uh, I think the example was if somebody broke down. Was it broke down in front of you? No, they were just saying that. Uh, there, yeah, I think they were referring yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah, broken yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, in order just to expedite your travel time or improve your travel time, no, absolutely not. But uh, if, if things happen in front of you, uh, you know, you have to use good judgment. 
and uh, and uh, last thing you need is a couple mile backup. Uh, so. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. We're going to pause for just a moment. We will continue the conversation about law and order here in the heart of Tennessee. Stay with us. We'll be right back. This is MTSU President Sidney McPhee. You're listening to WGNS, your local connection to Blue Raider Atlanta. WGNS AM, FM, online. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. CapstarBank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Gandy Seafood is your crawfish headquarters. This is Chuck Gandy with Gandy Seafood Company. Crawfish season is now through the 4th of July. Gandy Seafood offers cooked and live crawfish along with customized crawfish boiling kits. The Gandy Seafood Cajun Market on Memorial Boulevard across from Sportscom. This is Kim Dunaway from Sunshine Nutrition Center. You hear me on Monday mornings at 720 talking about how to lead a healthier lifestyle. We carry supplements, personal care, and grocery items at both our Murfreesboro and Smyrna locations, family-owned and operated since 1989. Good morning. It's busy, but it's moving 24 up through the Hickory Hollow area. Mostly rain out here right now. In certain areas, please give yourself extra time. Use caution and common sense over the next couple of days with all this weather coming in. Prince's Hot Chicken now available for catering. Check out that menu today at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We'll see a few scattered rain showers here for this afternoon with cloudy skies high into the mid-50s. South winds are on 10 to 20 miles per hour, gusting as high as 25. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 49. Hi, this is Gator with Tire World Off-Road. We're your local rough country dealer. So when you're ready to add some character to your rig, ask for Gator at Tire World Off-Road on Memorial Boulevard. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Online at tireworld.us. Don't throw away old flags. WGNS retires old glory with respect. Bring those tattered Bibles here, too. We're more than talk. Hey, welcome back. This is the last segment, so if you have a question, don't wait until the show's over or don't wait until the last minute to check with us. Get with us quickly, 615-893-1450. Your answer's on... uh, law and order questions dealing with Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro Police Chief Michael Bowen is with us this morning along with Lieutenant Clayton Williams. And you've heard earlier they are looking for a few good officers as well as non-officers. Lots of jobs there, but you have to apply for them. Definitely. You know, we were talking to bicycle lanes and bicycles during the break uh, you know one of the ones that stand one of the biggest complaint areas we get is uh the area along thompson lane mm-hmm. where you had the bicycle lanes and people turning into riverview a lot of times people don't want to wait for the oncoming traffic to clear and they'll use those lanes to go ahead and pass to the right uh, that's one of those examples where you can't do that uh and uh, we were trying to visualize the uh, south church and i know there's a uh, di- different lanes and different uh 
parts of the city so just remember that those are for, are for bicycle traffic and as uh, lieutenant williams pointed out during the break is uh, remember that bicycles using traffic lanes is is totally lawful and that we have to uh, give them the the same uh, uh, attention and care as we do other vehicles so just remember that so they do have the same right of way as a car right okay uh Here's a question about the fatal pedestrian accident on South Church Street uh, last week, I believe it was. Uh, could that have been prevented in any way? What seems to be uh, the situation? What can we do to reduce that problem? Have you seen the full report? I, I don't know that I've seen the full report, so it's hard to say. I, w I think he was hit by a truck and then two other vehicles right. hit him also. Right, and, and like I said, I haven't seen the uh, uh, report on that. I know they're still working on that, and it uh, it's something that we can look at and we can address last time. But I, I'll just go, uh, just go that, that's a dangerous area to be crossing on foot. There's a lot, uh, a lot of vehicular traffic there. So uh, uh, we'll have to look at the causal factors on that and kind of go from there. Was he crossing at a traffic signal or just crossing on the road somewhere? I don't know the specifics, Lieutenant. Let's see if I can find I'll see if I can find it real quick. Okay. Yeah, and, and that's something we need to keep in mind. Uh, if you can, uh, you know, if, if you don't have to cross the road, that's best. But try to cross at a traffic signal. Uh, and and the, it, it just makes uh, a whole lot more sense. It may not be the fastest and most convenient place but uh, that's not always what counts obviously our phone number is 615-893-1450 and uh, we have a question here about the uh, which we know the answer on this but we'll go ahead and mention it because people need to hear it uh, the uh, testing auto emission testing is over now so we don't have to worry about that anymore. Person was asking about when is the cutoff date? Uh, it's already here. So. And I see the new uh, license plates everywhere now. Those are pretty good looking, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. Uh, uh, everybody has to have one, don't they? Or do they? If you have a specialty license plate, do you keep that? Or do you get a new license plate? I think plate? you can still opt and get a specialty plate, unless you know something I don't. I, think I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. My understanding is just when your renewal comes up that those new plates will be issued to you, and I think everything else is uh, as it was with the exception of the emissions testing. So. Okay. Uh, and can you tell uh, how's Rutherford County, can you tell by uh, the sales of license plates how we're stacking up uh, against other counties size-wise? I do not know. We don't track that, uh, and uh, I would not know. We have about four minutes left in the <laughs> Sorry. program. Sorry. <laughs> if you have uh, any questions Sorry. or comments, we take those this morning. Give us a call. Uh, and so, But keep in mind also, we mentioned earlier, there are job positions available at Murfreesboro Police Department virtually right. in every type of field you could imagine sounds like right Barnum right. I'm, I'm getting a I got a phone a friend here uh, one of the investigators that was involved in that crash uh, said it was so he was trying to the gentleman apparently was trying to cross the road and uh, stopped in the center turn lane was not at an intersection and wearing dark clothing and it was about uh, between six and seven just after dark so and that it's unfortunate but we in town we a lot of our pedestrian crashes we see that where it's someone crossing not at the intersection 
and uh, South Church Street. I mean, that's six lanes of traffic right there to try to get around. And we've already talked about how busy it is, and people pointed that out. It's, you know, we just urge folks if you're going to, by all means, uh, you know, travel, walk wherever you need to get to, but use those signalized intersections to cross that because a, a lane of traffic that large, it's just almost impossible to negotiate. And I cringe, we see it here in on broad street i'm sure you've right here you've probably seen it a lot the same thing and it's uh it's just even though they're they're, it just doesn't come out well i mean and and most of the time when you're pedestrian versus car i mean the likelihood of surviving that is low so it's we don't want to see that happen to anybody and here's another question dealing pretty much with a similar thought of uh nighttime or early morning time and they're saying that uh, they regularly see cars driving especially uh, at the early evening hours with the lights off. And they said they almost pulled out in front of one the other day, didn't even see it coming uh, because it just it didn't stand out at all. Uh, what is the rule on headlights? It's 30 minutes after dawn and 30 minutes before dusk. Uh, you're supposed to have those on. And um, Here's a good and bad thing, and I think, I think even Chief Bonus mentioned this before, sometimes if you live our city is so well lit and sometimes uh with inexperienced drivers or folks that never knew what it was have never experienced a car that didn't have automatic <laughs> lights on it um you know people don't think about that those kind of things um and because a lot of times the dash lights may be on they can see that and don't realize but uh that's just an educate that's an education issue but yeah we encourage everybody to and and we're th- I'm thankful that so many vehicles now do come with daytime running lights and they're just on all the time. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it is a problem. I think you're right. Our city is so well lit. They're driving home and don't even realize that their lights are not on because they see perfectly normal. Right. Yeah. And kind of backing up to the previous one uh, about the walking, I know I, out late at night and sometimes you see people that do their walking uh, exercise whatever just a reflective clothing I've seen people wear the lights uh, just different things to help uh, see them in 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 the low light condition so that's always encouraged uh, if you're out doing your exercise and walking so special thank you to Murfreesboro Police Chief Michael Bowen and Lieutenant Clayton Williams for joining us have a great day Now, an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center.